now listening to the Nasty Backpack Podcast. Hey, the earth about to shake. Your faithfulness is great. The chains about to break. Sanctify this sanctuary. Father, we give thanks. When I persecute your saints, give us strength and we need strength. Everybody around me gonna feel this freedom. Christ is the eternal king and can't no one defeat him. Silence every voice of disbelief. I preach what they don't preach, so I can preach who they don't preach. They don't preach. God's church ain't in trouble, my brother. Man is those who do the will of my father. That's who my family is. And when you thought that you were using me, remember God was really using me. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Nasty Backpack. Shout out to Brian T. Uh, new album out, Save and Surrender. Amazing, amazing album. I straight, that brother straight anointed, anointed. And the music that he's been putting out for years is just gets better and better and better with time. It's one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite artists. Um, for sure, you know, like he just puts out hit after hit after hit. Um, sometimes I go into full blown worship. I'm, I'm inspired every time I hear his music because he's he reminds me a lot of myself and and some of the things that I used to do and um, before I came on this journey. And so, um, shout out shout out to that brother Brian T. Uh, straight straight anointed, love it. Um, today, you know, I just, this is my first episode in a long, long time, and, um, I ain't gonna lie, it feels, it feels great to be back, you guys, like, this is something that was always been a passion of mine, um, to have my own podcast, and, um, you know, I had a, I walked away for a while in a time that was one of the darkest times of my life. Um, you know, my marriage was, was really, really rocky. Um, inflation was just kind of kicking my butt. Um, how, how I was going to pay our mortgage, how I was going to pay our lights. Um, gas, gas was, gas was hitting $5 a gallon in some places. Um, I paid $5 a gallon plenty of times during that time and so it was just a a really really hard rocky place for me um you know i was doing a lot of outreach i was working full-time i had i was working my regular job and then i was working um i was doing outreach on the side and just really serving the community and what i realized is, is without god you know you're not you're not doing anything for anybody without god you know what i mean you're just um, you're not he gave doing any real healing, any real works. And it wasn't until I found God that I realized this because I knew what I was doing was was God's work. But when you don't have faith, the works doesn't matter. It's the same thing if you do if you're all about your faith and you're walking with faith, um, and you have no works, it's the same exact thing. You know, you gotta have faith with the works, and so um you know, God, God brought that to my attention and showed me that I have to, I have to put this down for a minute and get, go get right with Jesus, go get right with God, get right with the Holy Spirit. And in that time, you know, transformation has just been crazy in my life. Um, and so we'll just kind of dig into that and drop and jump into it today, you know, on, on, 
just the word of God and what God has done in my life, the mountains that he has moved, the barriers, um, and just really, really just paving the road for, for my success in my life. And so, um, you know, so we'll just start in the beginning, you know, um, a year ago, over a year ago, um, my brother Sid, who I was working with, with at the time, you know, he was, we were working for the same agency and, um, you know, serving, serving those suffering from substance abuse. And we also were doing a lot of outreach on the outside. Um, you know, he, my boy just got out of prison and he was, you know, he came and got hired with us and he was just anointed with the word of God and, and just walking, walking the righteous path. And, um, I just took interest in it cause he, he was so consistent and, you know, you see those, you see those folks nowadays, you know, they go to church every Sunday, but they don't really have that pure walk. You know what I mean? They might, they might go to church every Sunday and then be sinning, be sinning by, by two o'clock on Sunday, back it back, jumping right back into sin. And, um, my boy Sid was never like that. You know what I mean? He was preaching the word of God on Monday, preaching the word of God on Tuesday, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, church on Sunday, bringing the word back to, you know, and, and so I, I, uh, I just took a real interest, interest in him because, you know, this was a, this was a dude that came out the slammer, just served a 20 year, 22 year bid. Um, and, um, I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna say what he was in there for. I'll let when he comes on the podcast. I'll let him tell that part of the story. But he just really would planted that seed. He planted that mustard seed that you, that Jesus talks about. And um, over time, it started growing. And as I was doing this work in the community, um, I realized that I I needed more. I wasn't. It wasn't as fulfilling as it should be. I'm helping people get, I'm helping people get into treatment. I'm helping people get some of the services they need. I'm helping people get some of the resources that they lack. I was volunteering with, with the outreach, uh, team every Sunday. And I just had no desire at that moment to, to give my life to Christ. Um, but I was, I was missing something in my life. And at the time, me and my wife were really going through it because I was working nonstop, um, pretty much seven days a week. I was working, and I didn't have a I didn't have a a well balance at home. I had no structure in my life. I was you know smoking weed every day, um, you know just living just living a, a just typical sinful life. I wasn't I was just part of the secular world. You know what I mean? And then you know all those things that come with that, you know, and it, it just, I never, you know, from, from everything you could think of, you know what I mean? It just, it, it was, there was just no structure. I had no guidance. I was, I was just living a life that was going to get me thrown into the cast into the, you know, the, the furnace. And I had, you know, as I spent more time around Sid, and just seeing that man, he's just so consistently loving the Lord, and made me realize like I'm, I'm that's what I'm missing in my life. I'm missing that love 
that love that Jesus has, that Jesus gives, that unconditional, reckless love that he has for humanity. And, you know, me and my, like I said, me and my wife were going through a, a, a super rocky point in our lives. And it got all the way to the point where we're sleeping in different rooms. Um, I was truly at the point of, of walking away. Um, and, you know, I started, um, I started talking to another girl and I, I, you know, at this time I was already kind of, I went and I bought a Bible, uh, maybe a year before that just sat on my shelf for the longest time. And it just sat there. And as I'm going through this, this storm in my life, you know, as I'm in the wilderness and I just could not. I, I saw no end of sight. I honestly thought like everything is over. I picked up that Bible um, and I just started reading through. I just, you know, I, I didn't know where to start. Um, and I kept seeing like different videos like, hey, start here, start here, start here. And I just, I was like, you know what, let me, let me just pick somewhere to start. And that's where I'm going to start at. And And it was proverbs that i opened up to and i started reading through proverbs and i realized i have been living a life going down the road of destruction i have been living a life filled with the devil and as i was reading through scripture and and working through proverbs i was like whoa like the it's, it's like a, a small anointing has came over me and I'm starting to see spiritual warfare at this point where it's like every day my faith is getting stronger and stronger and I and I couldn't put this bible down because everything I was doing was going down the wrong way and um and I and I was scared not only was I scared for myself which um you know, I was working on getting saved and with working with my buddy, uh, my, bro, my bro Sid, you know, he was praying for me and praying over me and guiding me as I was kind of learning. I wasn't really telling him what I was going through at home. I just kept that part between me and Christ. But it, he, he was just giving me that guidance that everything was going to be cool, whatever I was going through. And um, I started learning a lot about spiritual warfare and how the devil works in our lives. And, you know, I saw a video that Denzel Washington um, made a little, it was like a little TikTok video that keeps going around where he says, you know, when you're living that sinful life, the devil's not worried about you because he already got you. But as soon as you start inquiring Christ and you start learning with Christ and you start walking with Christ, that's when the devil's like, oh no, I gotta pay attention to you, or something around the, along those lines. I'm kind of paraphrasing the video, but that kind of stuck in me that like, yo, this, you know, now that I'm picking up this book and I'm reading Proverbs, like, I'm starting to see Satan. I'm starting to see Satan in my house. I'm starting to see Satan trying to take my kids. I'm trying to, I'm starting to see Satan trying to take my wife and take my life because. As I started gaining wisdom and understanding, it was 
it was that path that the devil was like, nah, you know what? I'm going to destroy everything that that you got going on in your life if you don't come back. And I knew right then and there that I had I had to make all the changes. I had to I had to jump in and fully commit. And at this time I'm still I'm still living a, a sinful life, but I am walking with with at least the wisdom. I'm gaining that wisdom um to, you know, I was I wasn't I was I was trying to I was trying to I was I was lukewarm at this time. I and so you know, but I knew that if I did not get my family saved, that they were gonna be doomed. That they were gonna be under this devil, under this demon, under this demonic uh spirit that just what wanted me so bad that it was going to take my family instead. Um, and so, you know, me and my wife, we're still fighting at this point and we're still going at it. And um, it got to a point where things ain't getting better. My faith is getting stronger, but the storm in our relationship was still going down this rocky, rocky road where it was like, Honestly, I didn't think I didn't think we were gonna come back, you know. And I'm and I'm praying on it, and I'm like praying for us, and I'm I'm trying to trying to to make it. And me and my wife found out that she's pregnant, and even through the pregnancy, um, you know we're still not right we would maybe we might be right for maybe a week maybe a couple of days not even a week we would be right for maybe a couple of days and then boom go right back to being separated and that's how the devil was just working in our lives um you know the devil is the prince of lies um he wants everything about him is dark and he wants anything that's good. He wants to take out of your life. And you, know, like I said, you know, like at this time, I'm only the one that's following Christ. I'm only the one reading, reading scripture and praying. And, you know, I decided that I wanted to give my life to Christ, but my wife wasn't, my wife was still, me and her weren't talking, so she didn't even know that I was going down this path. She just, she was just living the same life she's been living, but we were, our our marriage was so rocky that I was honestly for sure that we were gonna not, we weren't lasting. We were, we were gonna get out of there. We were walking away. And, um, you know, typically in that kind of situation, being that she's pregnant, we already have kids together. We have a family. We have a house. Um, you know, it's a scary, it's a scary, scary, scary time um, for anybody going through that. And I had already given my life to God to to an extent that I was like, this is the path I want to go down. This is like early November, late October. This is actually. The, around in November of 2022 and we got so bad that like I said I I was I was walking away I had 
I was already starting to talk to another person, another girl, and it was just like, um, I, I knew that I, I had put it in God's hands, and I, everything that I, what I was going through, I had to do in God's hands, and and at that point, I I really learned to trust the Lord, Lord, because I prayed that I, my marriage would be restored, but I understood if it didn't get restored, I understood because of the lies and the and the destruction that I brought forth in the marriage that if it wasn't going to last it wasn't going to last but I knew God was still with me so that I wasn't I wasn't alone through this and you know I prayed and prayed and prayed that um that my marriage would get restored that God if God restored my marriage um I would I would get my family saved. I would I would put us through um I would put us through the walk in my entire family. And that day when I started praying that the day before, you know, I I kissed the girl for the first time in my marriage. And that wasn't my wife. Because I thought, you know, you know what, I'm walking out of this marriage and this is, I felt like, I felt like that's where God was leading me. And really that was a lie of the devil again. That's, that's how the devil was trying to trick me. You know, when, when spiritual warfare happens, guys, it's not always going to be like this dark demon that just walks out and just kicks your life over and, and trashes your life, your life. The devil is is a lie. The devil is is a distraction, and instead of me getting me and my wife saved and putting her on the path of, of with the Lord, being that bringing that church to the house, um, the devil was leading leading me to disaster, leading me to adultery, um, leading me lusting for. For someone that I didn't, that I, you know, I, I didn't want in my life. I didn't need in my life. And this person, you know, that person's not even a bad person. But that's how the devil was using using her, using her as a vessel to to get me to to jump back into sin. And that ne- that very next day, when when um everything i thought everything was i thought i was fully leaving this 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 marriage i'm already i'm already talking to another girl i'm already like hung, i hung out with this girl for the first time kissed her for the first time and um you know i thought this is the direction god was leading me in and i and i I went and had had lunch with you know with this girl and and some friends and um you know after that you know I'm I'm over there drinking I'm drinking and driving like I'm just living living this like jump back into sin after you know the devil distracted me and I get a text message from my wife and she, you know, we haven't talked or 
seen each other in, in days. We didn't even spend, this is right around, this is the day after, after Thanksgiving and we didn't even spend Thanksgiving together. And I get a text message and she's just like, Hey, you want to hang out and, and get lunch? And, you know, typically I would be like, no, I'm good. Do what you got to do, what you're going to do, especially when I'm already talking to another person. But in the back of my mind, this is something that I've been praying on. This was something that I was heavily praying on. And um, I, I told myself, you know what? Sure. Let, let's 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 go hang out and um you know it felt it felt so weird because you know we I went and hung out with my wife and we all we did was just do a little bit of shopping and we went and got dinner uh i think i think we went to Outback or somewhere and you know i can't i couldn't look at my wife the same i didn't look at her as my wife anymore i looked at her as like the mother of my kids you know, like we've been so distanced to a point that I'm like walking out of this marriage. I felt like she was walking out of this marriage and, you know, there's just so much pain and hurt that, you know, but I was like, you know, if, if anything is going to change, it would have to change today. And, you know, um, ended up lying and coming clean at the same time and about this girl that I hung out with um that everything just kind of came out right there and you know I I ended up breaking my wife's heart at that moment and um you know, we, we really had a heart-to-heart -heart and everything came out because the only way that we were going to repair this marriage is by fully, fully, fully coming clean with with everything. And, um, you know, I didn't, after she found out that I kissed this girl and after she found out that I, ta I was talking to this girl, um, you know, I thought that she, I, you know, I just suspected everything to go just how it was anyways. Um, but it didn't. And that day, me and my wife restored our marriage that day. Um, I believe it was the day after Thanksgiving. If not the day after Thanksgiving, the very next day. Um, we repaired it and we decided, you know what, we're going to work through this and, and, you know, get it right. And I knew at that point that was God working, working through us, filling us with the Holy Spirit and, and bringing us back to him. And that's when I, I had a hold of my end of the bargain of the prayer that I prayed with Jesus that I would get my family back back on the walk with Christ. Well, not even back on the walk with Christ, just on the walk with Christ. Cause we had never been, we, we went to church maybe one time in the, in the six years that we were together. And so, um, we, we, um, got back together that day. And then we, the, the very next weekend, we went and found us a church 
um, walked in there on a Sunday and just, you know, it was the most amazing church that I've ever walked into as far as just feeling the Holy Spirit in that, in that building. And, you know, now we're here in July and, and we just been walking the whole time every Sunday, praying, doing the Bible studies, uh, doing a prayer group, getting our kids saved, getting baptized, um, and just fully just walking with God transformation just things that i had strongholds that i could never lift off of me getting removed in seconds by by our lord and savior jesus christ and it was just like the most amazing it's the most amazing feeling in the world to to walk with christ and and it's sad that everybody's not walking with christ and it's sad that everybody doesn't there's some people that don't even think about christ in their day and it's just like it's scary because it's like, man, like, I know you're going through stuff, but if you had Christ on your team, like, man, you would be able to walk through that like nothing. You'll be able to cut the head off that serpent. You'll be able to smash that demon. You'll be able to cast that demon back to the pits of hell like nothing. But because you don't even have that walk and you don't have Christ, like, you know, you're doing this fight alone. And I try to I try to I try to give the good the good news to everybody, but not everybody's gonna accept it. You know what I mean? Some people hear it and they believe it, but then they don't. They go back to their sinful lifestyles and the sinful ways, and it's just like, damn, like that's not what you're supposed to do. Like you're supposed to fully commit, and when you fully commit, you're gonna see the power of Christ. Um. You know, I was smoking weed every single day for the last 16 years of my life, 17 years of my life, probably even more than that, probably 18, 20 years of my life. And in, in a, on a couple of weeks, Jesus took that out of my life and said, you don't need this no more, son. Took things like porn out of my life, took um, a lot of... The, the music that I was listening to out of my life, like, like, you know, Tupac, Drake used to be my favorite, my favorite rapper. Drake was my favorite current rapper. Tupac was my favorite overall rapper, Eminem. Like, and I I have no care in the world for that anymore. Um, you know, I really, I really love country and I was listening to a lot of country and, you know, not all country is good country if you know if it's if it's talking about secular things and that that went out of, out of my life and it, it, you know when I was in the middle of my storm um this brother right here that I that I was bumping in the beginning Brian T uh that was that was uh one track that got me through that storm was was middle of the storm um I would bump it night and day just over and over and over and over and over to a point where my daughter my five-year-old daughter was walking around singing it um and it just the the power of god is just so real um you know and, and they got i got closer to god through scripture i was i was tying everything to scripture you know walking around 
me and my wife, we, you know, I got, I got my wife saved. I got her baptized. Like we, you know, went to, we're on this spiritual journey together with Christ being guided by the Holy Spirit. And, um, it, it has changed us dramatically. Our kids, our kids are being saved. Our kids are giving their lives to Jesus. Our kids at this point are remember are remembering scripture. They're coming home from church telling me about scripture that they, they learned, that they're memorizing. And it's just like when you give your full trust in Christ, you you have peace. You have peace. And at, at this point in my life, I, I have peace. And not every day is always a good day that, you know, and there's times when me and my wife might argue or might get in, get upset at each other, but the peace is still there. We're, we're not walking out on each other. We're not we're not hating each other. We're not staying away from each other for for a, a, a drastic amount of time. We, you know, we stay the the love stays there, and we stay going back with each other and, and getting back into the word and and praying and um. Just having that intimate relationship with Christ is just life-saving. It's truly, truly life-saving to a point where, man, I'm trying to get my entire family saved. I'm trying to get my kids that I haven't seen saved. I'm trying to get my nephew saved that I haven't seen in, in a long time. Um, well, actually, not, not I've seen him <laughs> not that long ago. My kids that I haven't seen in a long time, like my two older kids that... Um, you know, I lost, I lost during my time of being, living in a secular world, you know, that was, that was a big part of, um, a big part of me that was broken, that was shattered, that just, when, when my kids walked, left me and, and went back to their moms, and I didn't see them for two years like that, um, when I had them every day of their life before that, um, that just that just crushed me and and that was a part of my life that was broken and I was lost and I had a hole in my heart and and Jesus came in and restored my heart he came in and restored everything it was so crazy because when I was going through the storm I prayed Jesus like bring my kid bring my kids closer to me that I haven't seen it and that day I got a I got a text message from my son who I, I haven't spoken to and probably a year at this point and you know we started hanging out here and there a little by little after that um and just man jesus is just so amazing and just um it just i really had to put my focus into the lord and and let him guide me and as of today he guided me back right here back to the podcast um to spread the good word of god and I'll tell you guys some things about spiritual warfare. Like, spiritual warfare is no joke. Like, the closer you come to Christ, the, the more the devil wants to come after you. The more the devil is going to gonna hate the fact that you love Christ. The more he's going to attack you. The more that he's going to come for your family. The more that he's going to throw everything at you to, to, to distract you, to deceive you, to bring you back to a sinful life and and um I'll, I'll tell you guys a story about um a couple a couple different battles that i had <laughs> in my walk with christ and this you know and, and one of the battles was um 
while I was doing outreach, um, I was, I was in Tempe and, um, I was helping people get services they need. And I helped this, this guy came up and he needed a bunch of resources and I'm working with him for about 15, 20 minutes, got all his information. I'm looking to get him off the streets. I'm, I'm getting him, uh, resources for phones and, and different things. And, um, after I was finished with him, I'm helping the next person. He comes up behind me and tries to rob me, tries to steal all my stuff that I had, all my my chargers and, and things that that I needed to be successful out there with outreach. And I ended up, he ended up grabbing a couple phones that, that I had with me. And I ended up slapping some things out of his hands that, that I wasn't going to allow him to take. And he took off running across the across the street and like you know it I I immediately jumped back into sin because I was like oh like heck no this guy did not just just do this and I jumped out of my chair and I dipped after him and took off running after him to a point where I caught all the way up to him and this dude doesn't even know that I am right on him like like a linebacker on a on a small running back. And this dude's bigger than me, but but I I had the momentum on him. And as I was running across the street and I'm catching up to him, and I knew in my mind, like, oh, I'm catching him. I was able to pull out some pepper spray in my in my out of my pocket. And I was able to rehearse in my mind exactly what I was going to do to this guy when I catch him right now. And I'm so excited because I'm like, man, this dude thought he was going to get one over on me. And, and I'm about to just beat the snot out of him and pepper spray him. And I was just dying to use this pepper spray that I just bought weeks before. And, you know, those thoughts in my head were just, very, very dark, sinful thoughts. And as I'm about to tackle this guy, God trips me. Trips me. I'm one, st one more step, and this guy is getting Brian Erlacher tackled in the gravel full speed and about to get pepper sprayed. And God tripped me in that moment and said, Son, you don't need that. And I fell and hit the concrete and, and slid. And the dude looked back and he had this look on his face like of scaredness because he he didn't realize that I was that close to having him. But the Lord knew I was that close to having him. And the Lord knew the thoughts that were in my head. And Lord, the Lord knew exactly what I was planning to do to him. And, and Jesus said, no, you're not, you're not, I'm not allowing you to do that. I'm not allowing you to to go astray again. Like we got you, we got you on this side with all the other 99, and we're not gonna allow you to go back and jump over there where there's wolves. And that was the biggest. That was one of the biggest moments in my transformation because it let me know how real, how close Jesus is with me, and um the Holy Spirit, and it was just like, no, you're not doing that.
you're not you're not doing that you're not doing that you're not doing that. and it just opened my eyes to say man i'm so blessed i'm so blessed to have such a loving a loving god that even in a moment where i jump back into sin he pulled me back he pulled me out of there and i was i'm so grateful for the lord so thankful um another another moment that i had um where i saw spiritual warfare was a, a lot of spiritual warfare was when me and my wife were going through it um you know i'm out there i'm out there in the streets doing outreach all the way up to like nine o'clock at night um because i was just getting busy with it you know i was i i had a lot of good connections i was making a lot of good connections and and when you're out there doing outreach like that um People, people start wanting to use you for your talent, and um, it can be profitable in those moments. You know what I mean? And and so I was, I was pulling all, I was meeting all the right people and just doing the right things, and and I was helping a lot of people. And I went and met up with my brother Sid to give him some resources that that I had for his for what he was doing because he was also doing outreach. And when I met with him, and this is just after I just finished up going helping an organization give out, pass out clothing and snacks and waters to the homeless. Um, and he prayed, my brother prayed on me. And I had a couple more resources that I wanted to go drop back off at the park where there was people that I promised these things to. Um you know, before I left and when I pulled back up at the park, there was this, this dude that was just mad dogging and talking stuff to me. And, you know, I was just like, I, I'd never met this man or never had an encounter with him. I wasn't even, I never even spoke to him, but he's just looking at me, talking stuff, wanting to fight me. And I'm just like, bro, like, I don't even know who you are. And, and the other, the other folks that were out there, they're just like, no, I don't want to worry about him. Like, he's just he's just crazy. He's just losing it. But this dude was, like, really having that look like he really wanted to hurt me. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm protected by the Lord, and I'm protected by, you know, my my 9 millimeter and some pepper spray as well. So, you know, I didn't – I wasn't worried in that sense, but it was just worried. It was like, what what was that, you know, like – I'm out here helping people and, and my brother just prayed on me and everything is positive. And then this, this demonic spirit just kind of took this man as his vessel and just kind of put his presence in my face to, to let me know that, that he's there and that he wants me. And I was like, I was just one, I was blown away by it, but I was just, you know, it just gave me something to think about because, like I said, my brother just prayed on me minutes before. And so I get all, I drive home and, and you know, I'm just like, I'm over it. Uh, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. Nothing, nothing transpired from that. You know, I'm still, I'm still walking my walk with the Lord. And when I got home, you know, this is at a time when me and my wife are not speaking. We're not talking. We're, we're, we're sleeping in different rooms. And. I walk in my room, the room that I was sleeping in, which I have a, a futon in and my computer and 
um, I had a couple boxes in there that I haven't unpacked from from our move. And in this room, um, you know, I'm ready to go to bed. I'm tired. I've already worked. I don't even know how many hours that day, probably 14, 15 hours, 16 hours that day. And I'm in my room and I kept hearing this scratching noise. And it kind of sounded like, if you guys can hear this, this is what it sounded like. And it's like the sound as if something's going through the boxes that were right there. Something, you know, and I would turn the light on and then it would stop. And then as soon as I shut the light off to go back to sleep, that noise would start back up. And it got to a point where I was like, you know what? Let me find out what this is because this is so weird. And so I turn the lights back on. I, I go through the boxes and I don't see anything in these boxes that would, would start making that noise. And I just remember just praying to God and um, it, it just went away. And I, and I feel like that was the devil trying just to let me know that he, he's close. He's close, and it's just, um, you know, it made me realize that I need to get my family, I need to get my family out of this, out of this area, and I need to get my family saved and walking with Christ, and I need to get my house anointed with the Holy Spirit so that we can get the get the enemy out of here, because it let me know that the enemy was was present once again. And then there was a little bit of other things, um, you know, my wife hates when I, when I tell this story, but there was times when I would come home and my wife would just be yelling at me as soon as I walked to the door, like, I don't even get a word off. And and, I, and it wasn't my wife, because that's not how my wife is. Um, and I remember looking at her and I I would see the devil over her like a puppet master with strings and he was controlling my wife like a puppet master would control a puppet to to be nagging at me and to just come at me in this demonic way that that just attacked me and it just it that just let me know that I needed I need once I restored this marriage we're going we're getting fully invested and um, that's what we did. We got fully invested to a point now where the enemy still comes and attacks, but his, but his, his arrows are blocked. They're blocked by the shield of, the shield of faith. Um, we cast those demons back as soon as they come in. Um, and, and you know, now I've got so good at casting, casting evilness out of my house and out of my life where it's almost on a daily that I'm, that I deal with it. And, but it, you know, on that daily, when you're walking with Christ, Christ will, and the Holy spirit, the Holy spirit will guide you and destroy, um, destroy those enemies. And that's where, you know, that's why scripture is so important so that in those times you can come and you can pray the prayers of Ephesians. Um, I believe it's 16, 13, 13 to 15, 
where it talks about putting on the full armor of God and walking with the full armor of God and with the Holy Spirit in prayer so that the enemy cannot cannot mess with you whatsoever. Um, it's actually Ephesians. Uh, yeah, what was it at? It's, it's Ephesians 6, 13 through 15. And I got into the habit of just praying that every morning that that the Holy Spirit's with me when I, and just protects me. And you keep my arm, the full armor of God. I put that full armor of God on every day, and the devil just doesn't have a have a chance. But um, you know, today I came home, and me and my brother were just kind of my brother. My brother said we just kind of been plotting over these last couple of weeks about how we were gonna make an impact to to serve the Lord. And you know, he's going through a program right now where he's. Um, you know, he's getting all his ducks in line in his life um, where, um, you know, we're going to come out and do something big and and, and start start something huge that, that we feel is going to change a lot of people's lives, um, a lot of people in the community and get back to the roots of what we were doing before with with serving the Lord in, in, in ministry and, and outreach and helping those that are struggling with addiction and coming out of prison. And, um, this is something that for a long time I wanted to do, but it was just, it wasn't done with God and God wasn't in it. And, and now that, now that I'm on the path with the Lord and the Lord's with me and, you know, now we are going to, um, straight, straight, kick down the walls of the enemy and, and straight get out there to to um, put in our faith with the works in the community, serving the communities. And so that's something that that is to come. And if you guys want to donate to this process, um, right now we're in the very early phases of it where we're trying to get all the funding together and we're going to be going trying to work with our churches and trying to work with the community to um, – to start raising those funds. But right now, if you want to start helping support the channel and help support um, the, these um, these efforts, y'all can always cash out, uh, cash out me at Nasty Backpack and just write in there God's plan when you, when you send it so that I know that it's strictly for God's plan in, in this ministry that we want to get started. Um, I will eventually have my brother sit on here to give his testimony. He, he got the, he got the best testimony, how he, how his walk with the Lord came. Um, but that's, that's to come. That's just what I, I just wanted to kind of touch base with my, with the, with the fans, touch base with the world. Um, you know, I've been, I've been absent for a long time and I wanted to come. And and I've been plotting on doing this for a long time. Today, the Lord told me it's time, it's time to, to dust the dust the mic off and and pull it out and and let's start speaking to the multitudes again. And I really feel the Lord is going to use me in big in big ways to to serve Him and and to um, complete His will and His mission here for me. And so I just I just thank all of y'all for. For staying tuned and um, let's go ahead and say a quick little prayer and then we'll wrap it up. 
uh, Lord Jesus, we thank you for, for everything that you have provided for us in this life. I thank you for every mountain that you have moved and every uh, every boundary that was in my life, every stronghold that was holding me back. And I thank you, Lord, for just breaking those chains off of me and freeing me to the Lord and just fully blessing me with, with your grace and your presence and, and your mercy, Lord. I thank you for forgiving all the sins that I had and, and, and the demons that I was dealing with and, and the and the, the storms I was going through, and you brought that, you brought that rainbow in my life and just fully transformed me and changed me, Lord, by by your grace and by the grace of the Holy Spirit, Lord. I, I thank you for everything that you have done in my kids' life and in my wife my wife's life. And I ask that you just bless everybody that's listening to to this podcast. That you bless them, Lord, and you draw them in closer close to you, Lord, and you soften their hearts and just bless their lives so that they can be, if, if whatever they're dealing with, they, that you can heal for them, Lord. You can get them through those storms like you got me through the storms. You can you can move those mountains and kick down those, those walls and, and destroy those lies, Lord, that they're being fed and told by, by society and by these demons and by the government. And Lord, you just fill them with the with the anointings of the Holy Spirit, Lord, in your name, Lord. I ask that you you just bless bless this podcast, Lord. You just bless bless the multitudes and and um, just fill us with your grace and your glory in your name, Lord. You deserve all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you all. Have a great night, and we'll talk soon.